0: From Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. Welcome to the show. (laughs) So so I I still can't figure out what number we're on because I think um, our hosting service starts at zero. And iTunes starts at 1, and I think Google plays somewhere in between, so I have no idea really what number we're on.
1: Let's, we'll just call this a half episode then. It's, we're somewhere in the middle.
0: I, and if I say the number, then I'm going to date the episode. So I think we're, we're either 37 or thirty eight
1: point five.
0: point 0.5. Or 37 and a half, so now that we've started. <laughs> um, topics that come to mind, they usually derive from conversations we have at the gym. I'm mm-hmm. not a real big news junkie, but when something catches my eye, um, it's worth repeating if it's very contradictory to what's going on, um, especially in nutrition and health space. And the one that popped up this morning, I couldn't believe it. They're, we're going to talk a little bit about um, macros and just whether or not you should, how much you should eat and what signs do you follow. And today, uh, it just was recently released that eggs are back on the no no list. Yeah. And a lot of huge proponents then you start realizing the dirt bags that fund the studies. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, if anything you see that says dairy is awesome and dairy is good for you, if you dig deep enough, you're going to find it's usually research sponsored by the dairy industry. Exactly. Same with the meat industry, same with the egg industry. Mm -hmm. These are lobbying powerhouses. Um, Eggs is a disgusting market. Chicken and poultry is a disgusting market (laughs) with the way they treat them and the way they're produced and the controversy around, you know... That that's part of life's karma, you know. I think when you're cruel to things that can't defend themselves, I think you deserve to have bad things happen to you. Oh yeah. Um, and I've, I've already mentioned I've become very sensitive as I've gotten older to the the dignity of animals. And oh yeah. The, um, yeah.
1: Well, it's funny, but like everything that you know absorbs water, and I mean even plants and everything, like they they're all alive. There's life. And so to be disrespectful and ugly to things just because they're not a human being and some people being disrespectful and ugly to human beings, it's, I don't understand it.
0: But well, now it's back. And before <laughs> they had said, um, of course I'm, I'm reading multiple, multiple sources, but, uh, I think egg consumption went up. I think last year, I'm going to totally botch this number. And it's like, it was 240 last year. Everyone mm-hmm. ate an average of 240 eggs last year. And you know, um, sorry 2 years ago and then last year it was up to 280 290 so there's a there's a notable percentage increase oh yeah
1: and did you notice that the uh, so the year. decrease was when do you remember when egg prices skyrocketed for a little while like it was back when uh, my sister had her business my older sister um, and they skyrocketed they were almost double the cost of what they used to be pretty much
0: overnight Are and you, then do you remember why
1: wasn't it like a, an issue with chickens it
0: was bird flu Oh my gosh. We lost egg protein. Ew. Yeah, during that time, they, they had to like kill lots of chickens because of. I
1: forgot bird about flu. that. Yes, it was bird
0: flu. Yeah. Um, so, what they're saying now, and again, eggs, it's the healthiest thing. And strength coaches were coming out and they're like, hey, the complete mm-hmm. egg is where it's at the vitamin K, the E. There's so much good things in eggs, but now they're associating the cholesterol. And they're saying, ooh, uh, you shouldn't be eating three eggs a day anymore,
1: which is crazy.
0: Which is crazy because when I was on my egg thing, yep. um, I was doing 8 to 10. Yes. Um, not all yolks were in there, but I w- I'd w- we ate a dozen eggs every day. Oh, yeah. I mean, piece of cake. I yes. am into the tens of thousands of eggs yeah. of my life. I mean, it's, it's cheap protein. <laughs> so it was great. Um,
1: you could get an award for like egg cracking, the number of eggs you've cracked. I had it down. <laughs> I had it down. I've eaten
0: egg in every disgusting way you can cook it. The, uh, the worst way, by the way, to pack a lunch is hard... Already peeled, hard-boiled eggs in a baggie.
1: Yeah, So it I can't was, believe um, we ate that.
0: We'd cook them in the morning, Oh. right before we headed out. We'd peel them right there, which peeling became, you got intimate with eggs. You started to realize mm. that certain eggs produced a certain way if you paid for the better eggs. There's some kind of oh. funky membrane between the shell and the egg that sometimes I'm the membrane say, okay. sticks to the egg. Yes. Do you remember as you're peeling it and all of a sudden you had these chunks coming off? Oh, yeah. And that's when you're like, I'm going to lose it.
1: Oh, yeah. And Because the you've got would... a
0: dozen of them to peel. Yes.
1: And then yeah. the egg gets smashed in the sink,
0: and then it was like, "Hi, one." I've thrown eggs before because I've been pissed at, <laughs> <laughs> pissed at an inanimate thing, um, pissed
1: at an egg. But, that should be the name of this. But we would. <laughs> I got pissed at an egg.
0: Inanimate objects, pissed at inanimate <laughs> things. Um, but it got to where you put the heated egg in a baggie, and we'd go to the gym, and when we'd eat this thing for breakfast, it had already started to sweat on itself oh, in yeah. the bag. So you had that little puddle of nasty egg juice in the bottom of the baggie.
1: And not only that, we put something hot in plastic. Oh, my God. We've learned. We've grown so up nasty,
0: a lot. So nasty. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yay. Uh, I don't have to worry <laughs> about that anymore. Um, so part of the the conversation today was going to be, all right, so where's moderation? Where's middle ground? Mm-hmm. What should you go overboard in? What should you not go overboard in? And There's same with dairy. Dairy is an easy target. I still don't think all the research is out to show why you really shouldn't be consuming dairy. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're looking for vitamin D, there's better sources that are absorbed better. You know, if you're looking for um, calcium, there's better sources. So I'm sorry, I said vitamin D, I meant calcium, but uh, you've got vitamin D enriched dairy Mm -hmm. as well. Same with orange juice. You can infuse more vitamin D. There's better places to get it. And it's almost like they're saying, hey, you should have this. And I'm going to increase the value of nature's product by putting something else in it to justify you buying it, yeah. um, which you, don't, you shouldn't be buying it. But great marketing has told people you should be doing dairy. Mm-hmm. And blood tests a lot of times will tell you otherwise. Yep. So with this new egg research that came out, um, I can't see who did the, the actual study. Uh, all right. So they're saying earlier guidelines was that Americans should stay under 300 milligrams a day in cholesterol. When choosing protein, and the guidance I'd always given is that out of all the saturated fat you consume in a day, Mm -hmm. less than 10% should come from animal. That was always my guideline. There was a couple studies that I had pieced together that talked about the benefits and the risks and everything else. But I have heart disease in my family. Mm -hmm. So I don't go by science. I go by genetics. And this is where the conversation I wanted to have. You can't rely on science because science doesn't take you into account. It Correct. takes in, you know, whatever group they're studying. I mean, you can always mm-hmm. find out what the demographic is and the sampling and what they put them through. And um, this egg study was like 10,000 people. Um, I was going to print this off and didn't have it go ahead and you'll find it. It's all over the news right now. But if someone goes, hey, I'm good with eggs, what they don't know is that your family has high cholesterol problems. You mm-hmm. have a, an, a natural cholesterol issue and cholesterol. An easy way to look at that is it's kind of like the tackiness if you've got these blood cells kind of bumping around in each other in your arteries and veins, cholesterol is kind of what can contribute to them being sticky. Mm -hmm. Instead of them rolling off like Teflon, um, it's very much like gummy glue. And the higher your cholesterol, the more they kind of stick together and it can cause problems.
1: That's a good visual.
0: But when you're looking at what should I be eating and what does science say, you have to take into account your individual risk factor with that stuff. It's not a blanket statement. Even though for the last four or five years they came out and they said egg yolks are absolutely a, – they're a green light. They're good for everybody. The benefits far outweigh the risks. This would be horrible news if I'd been still plugging away a dozen eggs a day for mm-hmm. the last three years because I know my genetics won't accept it. Right. Um, you don't have any issues with – Heart disease. I think that's the only thing that you correct. Together, we have a lot of good, interesting things. But uh, exactly,
1: you, we could both become hot messes,
0: but just with different things. Females have higher prevalences of heart disease. Yep, yeah. and no. and heart and heart related issues because of you know genetics and diet. Exactly.
1: I th- no, I was just gonna say. I think one of the most interesting things is, it was years and years ago. We had a friend of ours who. There was a study that came out that said that was the exact opposite of this one that was saying, oh, please, basically, stop all the nonsense. You can eat as many whole eggs as you want. Mm -hmm. Stop throwing the yolks away or whatever. And do you remember we had a friend who did it, and he went back to the doctor, and his cholesterol was higher.
0: It was skyrocketing. I do remember. Yes,
1: so he was trying to – I think he was hoping – that that study was correct but he did the test for himself and he came back and was like um these are my numbers yeah and they were bad they were bad but then it was like okay so that obviously the only concern we have with the egg is the yolk
0: well, and, let's look at what keto weenies you yeah. know when you're looking at nothing but um well keto actually is not as bad as it was they're more concentrated on the fat than the proteins mm-hmm. with fat um but anyone that carte blanche, Atkins, oh, yeah. Atkins would have been one that's like, hey, you can lose weight, but you have heart disease.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: That study, I had said 10,000, it was 30,000 people in the study.
1: Ooh, um, so that's actually a study to pay attention to. Hmm. If they, I always think with like studies, it's number one who is the site. That is talking about the study. And number two, are they actually releasing their numbers or did they take three people what, and what go,
0: You're going to dig in. You yeah. Know, but if you see something independent like uh, PubMed or you're looking for something, they have to disclose all the interests at the bottom of these scholarly journals so you can dig around. Correct. Don't go buy an egg report on an <laughs> egg site, right? It's common sense. Um, so talking about how much fat should you get, mm-hmm. the rule of thumb for me, um, do your own research, do your own studies, but if you you have to find middle ground on everything Mm -hmm. um so fats we know that saturated fats that you consume plant sourced are the best nuts seeds avocados coconut oil um hemp oil those Mm -hmm. are always better plant-based king it just the body doesn't respond to saturated fats from plant the same as it does saturated fats from animal right so you're 10 percent so if i'm a 50 gram a day fat person, mm-hmm. no more than 5 grams needs to come from animal. That's really middle of the road, so you're not going to run into craziness. Right. If you're doing 100 grams of fat a day, you're adding 10 grams of saturated. So the numbers go up fast. Um, and remember, just it's animal-based. Everything that animal did, experienced, and had happened to it, it comes through in its products. Right. So if you're consuming a lot of animal product, you're also consuming everything that the animal had done to it. Exactly. So it's not just... Protein. There's more to it. Exactly. Now with protein, um, how much should you get a day? Do you know this? How much protein? Protein? Yeah. How much protein a day should an individual get? I'm setting you up.
1: You are setting me up.
0: Well, you've heard me say it a thousand times. I didn't know if it stuck.
1: Are you talking about, so it's, oh my gosh. It's okay if you don't. I'm going to, I'm going to. Not many geeks know. I'm going to throw it out there. That's it. it. I'm going to say one gram per body weight.
0: That's great. That's pretty close. So it's point. It's either. Uh, I always go by a gram per pound, mm-hmm. and but then you can go 0.8 per kilo. I mean, it, it goes oh all Lord, over the place. You're trying to make me do math. No, no. So I always do a gram. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you're a two hundred pound person, I go for two hundred grams, and you'll have the people that berserk, and they're like, "Oh, your kidney, your liver, you know, you're you're destroying yourself." Yeah. The body can only absorb so much at a time. You're not actually because the protein is a slow digesting some proteins and, you know, not whey, whey is a very fast digesting. So different proteins, different absorption rates. But if you're chewing mm-hmm. protein, it's, it doesn't absorb very fast. Um, the intestine process, the digestion process, is only going to introduce so much to the system at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're just dropping 200 grams of protein. Remember, you're eat, this is throughout the course of a day. Exactly. Um, but if you want to be able to maintain lean muscle mass, and there are plenty of studies that show that the more protein you have, the greater instances of um, high-content lean muscle, low incidences of fat storage. Mm-hmm. So high-protein diets are very um, conducive to lean body weight.
1: Yep. We've seen it over and over and over again.
0: It's the easiest. You want an easy diet, protein should be like three to four times more than everything else exactly. on the plate. And if you are sticking with the animal, keep it 10% or less, mm-hmm. which means most of your protein is coming from ancillary amounts from um, – Rice, vegetables—they mm-hmm. all have protein in them, but they all will add up to a healthy amount. Um, animal-based proteins that are hormone-free, you know, GM, non-GMO—exactly—they're better for you, mm-hmm. obviously. And then when you go into the filtered, like your whey products and your your hemp protein, pea protein, those things—they're all filtered and processed, so you're not really whey is a byproduct of dairy, mm-hmm. which is very hypocritical to say, <laughs> "Oh, no dairy," but thankfully, dairy is where we get whey. whey is... funny way is like the garbage byproduct of the dairy industry (laughs) and we pay like a hundred dollars for five pounds of it they throw it away (laughs) they flavor it it's its flavored flavored cheese um so when you're now again keto is very against the one gram per pound i mean they're like Mm -hmm. 30 or 40 grams per day because if you take in too much protein in one shot um here's a geek here's a geek term for you gluconeogenesis dang is when they convert protein to kind of carbs all right, so the body will actually say, oh, you've got so much protein, I'm going to kind of convert it because you need it. Mm-hmm. So you can actually take in a lot of protein and it upsets the keto thing because you're not supposed to have any carbs, sugar, or anything that turns into glucose. So too much protein for keto people, very difficult to maintain lean muscle mass. This is why I throw stones at keto. Um, There's a few competitive athletes out there like, oh, I'm a bodybuilder on keto. Mm -hmm. They're just genetic freaks. Exactly. Look at the dude. You know, he's been 6% body fat his whole life, and he's 250 pounds. You can probably say he's not like you. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: Keto is a funny one to me. It just seems like there's too much. If you're doing it the right way, it just seems like it's so complicated. It's modern-day Atkins. And it's Just just call it what it
0: is. Yeah. It's new Atkins. (laughs) N-A. New Atkins. It's keto
1: interesting n slash a
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'm going to just kind of regroup this and then we'll kind of hover along the way this is this won't be a long one but no one had a conversation with a client this morning they don't understand or they didn't understand let me rephrase this because i don't want to make them sound like they're they're ignorant they're not they could use better information on discovering proteins fats and carbs where do they come from how much does everything come in it right and most people in Shapeshift, shift our, our nutrition program mm-hmm. we go to the education mind we're like if you understand you'll be smarter you'll make better choices exactly and there's areas where i don't go deep enough into mm-hmm. this stuff so that's why i want why the podcast i wanted to get into the, the guts a little bit um proteins are building blocks mm-hmm. look at them like uh, legos um Carbs would be how quickly you can put the Legos together. It's kind of like fuel.
1: Oh, that's a fun way to do it.
0: And then um, fat kind of lets hormones do their thing. Mm-hmm. So bad sex drive, no sex drive. Usually it's a really low fat intake. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people that uh, get too little fat, one of the easiest signs to discover is that you don't want to get it on no more. Exactly. Um, and Charles Pollock always had that funny thing. He's like, get a bottle of wine. and eat a stick of butter and go get busy.
1: It's, it's probably out of <laughs> every <laughs> seminar and conference you've ever went to. That was my favorite thing you came home with.
0: He's so scientific everywhere he went. Um, everything he said. And then that day he's like, uh, yeah, so I told my client. And this guy was like an angry Yoda. He was just <laughs> angry all the time. Um, but smart. I mean, the yes. sm- you observe, yes. I mean, you got smarter just being around him. Yes. And his guidance to a, a, a high-end competitive female athlete was go drink some wine, eat a stick of butter, go have sex. I exactly. Was, He's was very cut and dry with it.
1: The other thing I noticed, too, with the um, low-fat people, I don't think where it's like low, and I mean low-low to know. you start to notice things like – Nails are kind of odd-looking. Like your mm-hmm. your skin kind of has like an off tone. For myself, I noticed if I was ever because we we've played with every diet, just see what it does. It's like your hair looks like poopy. It does look it's, like poopy. You know, so it's 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 just an observation.
0: The body will show you signs that you're malnourished. Yep. Yeah. And the way the diet structure is now, another plug for Shapeshift, is um we've gotten so far down the line that we self-medicate food. I think I know it's better because I hear all this science and I see all these celebrities and I see the latest trends and I'm just gonna cut all this out. And I'm gonna cut all that out. And your wide swaths of food are no longer in your, or they're no longer in your diet. Mm-hmm. Um, people chop out, people with cholesterol issues chop out almost all protein-based right. because they're worried about cholesterol that goes with it. And again, you're not getting any saturated fats because you don't eat the nuts and the seeds and the avocados either. Right. They also, there's a reason the sex drive drops off when you start going on Lipitor and you're told to stay off all these protein diets and low-fat diets. Mm-hmm. It destroys your libido. Mm-hmm. But you also need fat for your your organs to process, yep. your brain. You, you need those things. Um, and then obviously you got fish oil, good fat, doesn't hurt cholesterol, anti-inflammatory. So the science is out there to give broad broad no's, and people don't understand why things fall apart.
1: Yeah. So. Yep. To me, fish oil is one of the biggest does in the entire world. Like, it's just, I have not ever seen anything. As long as you're getting the right one, you're Mm -hmm. not buying crap that comes in a container of 500. But it's one of those where it's like, why wouldn't you take it? Like Uh, There's
0: there's enough science out there that says, um, one of my favorites is, and I had a few clients, like, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. And it said, it's been proven that fish oil will not extend your life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who said it would, man? I've
1: never taken it to extend my life.
0: Well, people think that if you take vitamins, and this is this is shady sales, I guess they're like, "Oh, you want to live a longer, happier life? You need to take your multivitamin." That's not what it's about. Uh, it's about do you want to put crappy gas in your high-end car? Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to run as well. If you still put ten, you know, hundred thousand miles on it, hundred thousand miles is hundred thousand miles, hundred thousand miles. So. You're going to get the distance you were built to get. Right. Your life's going to go as far as it was meant to go, unless you get hit by a truck or something. But um, then it's shorter. Um, you're still, that's all you were meant to go. Um, I don't even know what I was talking about. Fish oil. So We were talking about fish oil. So the, the science came out and the people were like, see, I told you fish oil is a waste of money. Middle of the road. Mm-hmm. There's more science pointing to that it benefits you than doesn't. I've seen more personal relationships with people that I've suggested it to that have seen improvements. You're Definitely. one of them. You're the I number am one. one. Of them. You suffered from migraines. And there's obviously fish oil does not mean anti migraine. It just oh, means that not. there's enough of a shortage of healthy fats mm-hmm. and omega 3s that that ended up helping you. Yes. Okay. There's no science. I can, of course, the FDA will never prove it. It's a supplement. They're never going to say fish oil, does it? No. They will tell you that some toxic opiate is good for you, but they won't say fish oil exactly. because that's bad.
1: No, but that's an easy thing for us to share because I lived it. I know for myself, the, the changes that I have made with you know supplementation, cutting certain foods, adding certain foods, it has made me feel better.
0: Personal, personal it, reference. Exactly. Um, now, here's some things. And again, we're all over the place. I was just going to talk about macros and science and middle road, but now that we're on the topic, mm-hmm. fish oil... Comes from fish mm-hmm. and it's developed as a crude oil. So imagine a 50 gallon drum full of fish byproduct, which is the oil. Right. Okay. And they can source it mackerel, cod, um, sardine. There's all kinds of sources for fish oil that goes all the way down to krill. Mm-hmm. Um, a mix is best. You're looking for three to three and a half grams of total EPA DHA in your serving. But you should be three to th- three to three and a half per serving or higher. Right. Anything lower than that, then the ratios get funky and you're just not getting your value. Mm-hmm. But what people don't realize is that if you go down to the local vitamin store and their fish oil is anywhere near the window. Yeah. Okay. So it's a volatile product. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it needs to be kept cool, which means if the sun is on it, it gets trashed. So, I mean, we keep ours in our case at the shop in a place that's nowhere near the sun. Right. Right. So how it's treated, where it's stored, and once it goes from crude to product to palate to ship, mm-hmm. bad fish oil has a, a specific taste and um, a smell. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't smell fishy. Right. Um, lemon is a natural stabilizer that they put in it, so you'll always have this weird hint of lemon, which <laughs> is, lemon now has a gag reflex with fish oil because I can't stand lemon anymore You know, because I associate it with, the, with fish oil. Um, but it comes in either cap, gel, uh, not even a gel, let's say... Um, what do you call that, like hard line. It's
1: like a, it's, is it, no, it's not really a capsule. It's like a, it's like a squishy capsule.
0: Uh, do you remember the wax lips when you grew up? They had that, I mean, they- Oh,
1: God, I can't believe we ate those. They had
0: like the, the, the squirty stuff in the middle, Ooh. but then you were left chewing a- Why
1: did we eat that? Which
0: is awesome. Well, you played with it like it was a fake pair of lips for a while. And then once you got the gunk out of the middle- you chewed on it until the color was gone. But how about? By the way, were... you consume the color. Of
1: course you did. But how about we had a candy that was chew- that was lips that you chew? That's kind of disturbing.
0: Well, they also had candy cigarettes. So Those you were pretend delicious. You're smoking.
1: <laughs> they had the candy and the gum ones that blew the.
0: We're all over the place. This, which is not a vitamin. Uh, um, <laughs> we had candy cigarettes growing up. Exactly.
1: Circle um, it back. Let's let's bring it back. Okay, so
0: <laughs> fish oil, where it's where it's how it's stored, where it's from. Um, arguing against the science and saying it's not worth it. It is only worth it if you get a good product that's stored well and, you know, there's where the benefits come from. You mm-hmm. can quickly, it can go carcinogenic very fast. Um, One of my
1: favorite things you ever said that freaked me out until I did it with the fish oil that we take is you said, get, get fish oil, so wherever you buy it from, and chew it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, absolutely not. Because you know... You're worried that it's gonna taste like garbage and if it does taste like garbage, it needs to go in trash.
0: Those plastic shells, those plasticky shells, they're meant to survive the stomach's digestion process so that they don't really break down until they get into the small intestine. Yes. That's where they break down because you can't burp out of your ass pipe. So they they <laughs> <laughs> set it up so that once it gets into the intestinal tract, you don't taste it anymore. You can fart all day long, but you won't taste it. And most people are like, I don't eat fish oil because it tastes like fish. So
1: I'm done. <laughs>
0: I'm done. so this one's supposed to be about fish oil so fish oil is good if you take the right stuff um so we talked about good fats we talked about protein you're looking at a gram per pound of body weight there's also a 0.8 per kilo there's different stuff out there exactly the only people that really need to be concerned are if you have an existing liver or kidney issue of course Mm -hmm. you have to monitor and that's through enzymes which means blood work exactly make sure you're on point exactly now here's another quick stump to chump before we wrap up how many essential carbohydrates are there
1: Essential, essential. How many? How but e- I, I was like, "Are you trying to twist me with that word?" No, bec- zero. Because
0: you have got essential aminos, which yeah. means proteins the body can't produce on its own, so you have to consume them.
1: Zero carbs. You've got
0: fats, where essential EFA is essential fatty acid right. because your body can't. Right. So how many? How many carbs?
1: Uh, I would love to say there's one essential, and that's French fries. But I'm gonna. My final answer is gonna be there's zero. There's
0: zero. And um, one of my favorite conversations is people are like, "Coach, is this safe? You know, look at all this protein. It's safe." <laughs> well, how many? When's the last time you asked me if carbs were safe? Because no one ever asked that. Con- <laughs> no one ever asked that question. How many carbs can I have? What's my minimum daily requirement of carbohydrates? It's funny you should ask. It's zero. I know. What do you mean, um, Coach? I was going to get protein shakes, but my doctor said that two hundred grams a day is dangerous and I shouldn't do it. However, what did they say about five hundred grams of wine in right? a day? You know, yes. did they ever say the wine pizza night was dangerous yep. for you? Because I don't remember protein causing heart disease or obesity or. Exactly. Um,
1: I also don't remember anybody ever saying I ate so much protein that I felt sluggish and I wanted to take a nap at eleven o'clock in the That's morning. That's
0: right. All oh, that protein gave me brain fog. Yep. Nope. Same with the fat. I mean, fat. Eh, fat might make you feel bad if it's come from a bad place.
1: I agree with that.
0: But um, so pay attention to your research. Yep. Find middle of the road. Yes. If you want to maintain high amounts of lean body mass, you've got to increase your protein. Exactly. Keto people, sorry if you're going keto, keto, it's low protein. I could do a whole show. So MTOR pathway, they're talking about the way protein is ingested and the way you create muscle. MTOR is also a signaler for aging. So one of keto's one of their <laughs> things is like, you want to stay younger, stay keto. Oh but, Lord. So you look young, you just don't have any muscle. You look like a, you know, a marathon runner all the time. Exactly. And it just upset all the marathon runners. But you know what I'm talking about. No, no muscle. But
1: there's exactly. But there's a there's a marathon runners the extreme marathon runners everybody always knows who they are mm-hmm. because it is it looks like a body that if you flicked them with your <laughs> your thumb and your finger that you would actually cause them pain because they're they are so so thin it's not it's not dogging at all the people who train and then take some time off and train and they they mix in their strength training yeah we've got we know a couple people that are marathon runners and they have some of the most incredible bodies out there because they do an awesome balance between... Well,
0: they do strength training. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. This is another discussion. But um, the body's made to do everything, and you can't just do one thing all the time. It's, it's not good. All right, so do we? is that enough information, do you think, to kind of give people a little bit of a boundary to say... Don't buy one piece of don't buy one piece of science. Exactly, um, science doesn't take you into account, so you mm-hmm. can't take all science into your diet. Mm-hmm. Use it as a guideline. Yep, you have to test with blood. You have to figure out exactly where your stuff is, your mm-hmm. enzymes and your cholesterol, and mm-hmm. make sure everything's on point. Yep. Um,
1: don't be afraid of protein. No. And make sure that you mix up your sources because as we're finding, you know, over the course of our lifetime, at one point since we started with eggs, at one point egg was amazing, then the next thing it's horrible, then it's amazing, and then it's horrible. Don't don't put all don't put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs>
0: don't put all your egg cholesterol in a basket. Exactly.
1: But do don't don't be afraid of protein. Have a good mix of different options so that in case there is something, you know, bird flu, real thing. Mm. So don't eat chicken every day, three times a day,
0: you know, don't Is mad cow disease still an issue? I have no idea. In Europe, it was bad. Like I have no idea. You never want to eat steak tartare in London.
1: Oh, you don't (laughs) want to eat that anyway.
0: (laughs) Mad cow disease. Um, Mm. okay. The only other thing, um, I never met a, I never met an obese person that said all I do is eat protein. Mm -hmm. Um, I never met somebody that, um, that had a lot of muscle incidentally have, uh, thyroid issues because they, they weren't balancing their carbs and right. they weren't, you know, they weren't malnourished to the point where metabolic confusion. Mm-hmm. So stay middle of the ground, stay middle ground, Yes. balance everything. If you're into the egg thing, rotate week on week off. Yep. Um, if you haven't gotten your cholesterol checked, go check it. Absolutely. If there's even a little hint that it's a little high, get rid of the egg, see what happens. Exactly. Um, 10% of all your protein per day. If you stay animal based mm-hmm. and I'm not calling mm-hmm. fish animal And I'm not calling whey protein animals. Mm -hmm. 10% of your fat, um, there's some fat in protein powders. Um, 10% or less from animal.
1: So you're saying animal like land animal. Something you
0: chew. Okay. As opposed to... Fish. (laughs) Why is that birds? Does birds Uh count? Is bird a land animal?
1: Oh, so birds (laughs) kind of hop on the land and fly.
0: So birds typically, chicken, low fat. (laughs) Which is funny because wild chickens and wild turkeys, they have actually, the, the meat's not good. It's real gamey. Oh gosh. It's not white meat. You like the word gamey. No, I don't. And you like the word.
1: Please (laughs) don't say it.
0: (laughs) Buck buck. I can't. What were you talking about? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I'm not even going there. I always ask Jenny how much buck buck she wants because I pretend it's actually a chicken. She pretends it comes off a tree.
1: It has to. It does come off a tree.
0: (laughs) Nice. Okay. Do your research. Um, I will put the article to the the new study with eggs in the details of this. Um, And use that as a leapfrog. Go out and find some stuff.
1: Exactly. And it my favorite thing is anything that argues against maybe something that we say too so if you find something that's like so pro-egg but the website (laughs) cannot have the word egg in it that's right
0: sponsored by the egg farmers of the united states (laughs) void (laughs) um what else hey so everyone's liking and commenting so here's the next thing thank you for sharing that's also pretty fantastic thank you um a review so you can actually go up and you can put some words behind what you think. We get a lot of in-person stuff and a lot yes. of people reaching out to and saying this is great. But um, stuff like Apple, they respond to shows based on legitimate feedback to them. Right. So if you can take a minute. Type it up. Rating and reviews are two different things. Mm-hmm. A rating's quick. You can drive, do a drive-by and just click on the stars. Mm-hmm. And, but the reviews is where you're like, it good, listen. Just those three words. Exactly. It, it good. Don't even have to use punctuation. <laughs> it good, listen. And I think
1: and do like low caps, <laughs> big caps.
0: <laughs> Spell it wrong; it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's your that's your uh, knowledge bombs for today. Exactly. Have a fantastic uh, rest of the week. It's, yep. an, it's the end of the week. All right. All right, y'all. Take care, guys. Be true. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.